The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is sponsored by Granium, the new nutritional sand from Mitchell's. If it's not Mitchell's, get back in the truck. In many respects, granium is like regular sand, but unlike regular sand, granium is highly flammable. Our advice is to store granium several hundred yards away from any buildings, and as long as you do that, you won't have any trouble, unless it seeps into your water system. For a free fire extinguisher with your next order, use the code INFERNO. Hello, and welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, the number one podcast for those involved, or just interested, in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and a printed magazine brought to you by Granium Nutritional Sand. And as the advert says, it is worth noting that Granium is incredibly flammable, as we found out this month when we mistook a bag of it for normal sand and used it to try and put out a fire. To get an idea of what that was like, imagine dousing an old Christmas tree in petrol and then throwing it into a volcano. The problem was then compounded when we tried to put out the granium fire using a bucket of water, not realising that when granium comes into contact with water, it can create steam that's so hot that it can actually go back in time and start another fire in the past. So if you're wondering why you suddenly remember a school gymnasium burning to the ground in 1976, that's why. Moral of the story, granium is a wonderful nutritional sand for your herd, but do not throw it over a fire that was caused by an out-of-control birthday cake. By the way, happy birthday to Beef and Dairy Network Secretary Steve Reen. I hope you're being well looked after. I know you're going to pull through, especially given how you've been through this all before, back in 1976. On the show this month, we have the beef forecast, the milk prices and your letters. But first... Last week I spoke to Bunny Stone, who is one of Instagram's richest and most popular influencers, with more followers than Selena Gomez, Winston the body-positive dog, and the bikini lawyer. Bunny is best known for taking photographs of herself holding a grape or grapes. Indeed, she has built her fortune by being paid for promoted Instagram posts by the deep pockets of some of the world's biggest grape merchants. However, in recent months she has begun sharing photographs of, and appearing in public with, a cow. We invited her in to tell us more. Bunny Stone, such a pleasure to have Hello, you here. Hello, hi. You're one of Britain's foremost Instagram influencers. Yes, I am, yeah. I'm very interested to, to learn about how you started off being an Instagrammer. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously how you, obviously grapes is your, is your yeah, thing. Yeah, grapes, so grapes is my thing. Seedless grapes, red grapes, green grapes, do you know what I mean? Like just all, all the grapes, really. But is, is your interest in grapes... Purely a business thing, or were you always interested not, in grapes? I just really like grapes. Like, they taste really nice. They're not really calorific. And, like, you just eat it, and it's like, oh my God, it's nice. Like, who don't like grapes? Like, name a person. Like, if, if you say, I don't like grapes, like, then you're the devil. Like, who don't like grapes? So I had one, and I was thinking, actually, this is really tasty. Like, why don't they have adverts for grapes on TV? Like, you never, like, you never see grape adverts. So I just thought, I'll take a picture of myself eating a grape and, like, promote the grape industry next thing you know like my followers were like oh I love grapes too and like I feel like before I mentioned it people weren't really thinking about grapes and now like if Beyonce posts grapes it will get x amount of views but when I post grapes I get more views than Beyonce do you think because obviously Beyonce has started 
doing all the grape selfies. Yeah, she's and... doing it, but I was doing it first. Do you know what I mean? So she's just copying what I'm doing. Do you think that you're somehow better at holding a grape? I'm better than Beyonce at holding grapes, 100%. I've been told that, if you read the comments, be like, you're so much better than Beyonce at doing this. I'm not hating Beyonce because she has her talents and I have mine. I'm sure that, you know, I can't sing and dance as good, like maybe on par with her, but not better. Yeah. But I can hold grapes better than her. Is it to do with the, your hand? Is it, or is it more of I've a... got big hands and they're quite soft looking. And also where I position the grapes closest to my mouth is very important because you're too far away, doesn't look interesting, doesn't look like you want to eat them. Too close, it's li- a little bit sexual. What happens when you when you do post a selfie that, that people deem to be too sexual? They will let you know. Like, if followers would be like, oh, you should take that down. Like, my little kids have seen this. You know what I mean? Like, and I understand, like, I've got a lot of young followers. I'm very influential. And I don't want to put a grape near my mouth in a sexy way. And then a seven-year-old does it. Do you know what I mean? Grapes are sexy. They're very sexy. What's her name? Cleopatra. Is it Cleopatra? So she held that, like, she, to be fair, she did it first with the grapes because she had grapes, like, held above her head, but cameras weren't invented then. Yeah. So it weren't really a big deal and no one really saw it. But did you take inspiration? No, from I didn't know her. I just found, like, afterwards, like, the history of grape holding, people were telling me about Cleopatra. Right. But I feel like I'm better than what she did because she had someone else hold the grapes for her, right. whereas I held them myself. She would was you, being lazy. Would you ever let someone else hold no, grapes for you? No, no, no. It wouldn't work. It's not the same. You've got to hold the grapes yourself. And that's kind of become your motto, really. Yeah, hold your own grapes. Because why would you want to hold anyone else's grapes? And why would you want someone else to hold your grapes for you? Hold your own grapes. So last week, I came to your Hold Your Own Grapes event that oh, you were running yeah, in. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. In I saw you at the back, actually. <laughs> yeah. Sorry I couldn't get you a signed T-shirt, but um, it was just crazy. Grapes everywhere. So many grapes. And um, you were launching your new product line of Hold Your Own Grapes Hold merchandise. Grapes. Yeah. Um, and there's a book, Hold Your Own Grapes. Yeah. You were holding grapes above your head. Which, of course I was. Which nobody was surprised by. Yes. And you you appeared on the red carpet. Mm. But also in tow was a very large, very handsome cow. I knew you were going to ask about this, hence why I'm on the show. Yes. Yeah, that's my cow, Bob. Is it a cow or a bull? Well, do you know what? Is a bull mean that it's a boy? Yeah. So I got a bull then. Lovely. Everyone was very surprised. I don't know why. Like, they're the in thing. Like, literally. So I was like, I've got a film. Do you know what I mean? I've got private jet. I got three asses. I got a house that is literally there just to put my clothes in. Do you know what I mean? So it's like some people have a walking wardrobe. I've got a walking house. I was like, what don't I have? I've got my vineyard. I don't really want to farm. It's a lot of hard work, but I like the animal aspect of it. And I was like, what farm animal would I want? Car. And 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 it seems that that I, you maybe were the first to do this. I was. But... Not even a maybe, babe. It was a definite. I was the first. I got Bob in, what, 2014? And no one was getting cows then. Everyone wanted them little micro pigs back then. Everybody had a mark. Paris Hilton had a micro pig. Lindsay Lohan had a micro pig. I was like, all right, babe, I'll get a cough. More from Bunny later. But first... We received a number of letters this month in response to an emotional piece written by dairy farmer Alan Rudd and published on our website in which he admitted that sometimes he thinks he loves his dairy herd more than his own children. Brian Tring from Carlisle writes, I haven't told my wife this, 
but when my farm flooded last year, I made sure the cows were safe before going into our farmhouse to save our children. To be honest, as I was filling the Mitchell's Inflato Ark with air, it didn't even cross my mind that we had children. By the time I found them, they were wet, cold, and up to their necks in filthy water. I told them not to tell their mother, but they hold this secret over me every day like an invisible sword, and they have all the power in our relationship. I feel trapped in a world of blackmail at the hands of my terrible children. My seed has become my captor. Please can you anonymize this letter because if my wife finds out... Oh, sorry, Brian. Too late. Janet from Devon writes, I love my child more than anything. Nothing gives me more joy than walking into her room in the morning, waking her up, giving her a big handful of hay and checking her body for ticks. Oh God, I've moved a cow into my daughter's bedroom and my daughter now lives in the barn. How have I just noticed I'm a monster? Thanks, Janet. Paul Ringer from Rutland writes, I had a near-death experience in 2015 when I bribed a group of sailors to fire me out of a cannon as part of an ill-advised and now I realise over-the-top marriage proposal. As I lay in my hospital bed, a nylon Superman outfit melted onto my skin. My only thought was not for my children from my previous marriage or for the woman who I had forced to dress as Lois Lane before flying into her on fire at well over 100 miles an hour. It was for my favourite cow, Dairy Beast 568. When I was well enough to leave hospital, I went straight to the pasture to find her. When I approached her, there was no look of recognition in her eyes at all, and when I touched her face, she lurched forward, pinning me to a fence. Is love real, or is it just an illusion? I wish I could tell you, Paul. And finally, Rosina from Durham writes, I've met Alan Rudd's children, and I'm not surprised that's how he feels. They are conceited, arrogant, self-centred, cocky little brats. Blemished, crooked, grotesque little pigs. Foul and ludicrous, preposterous toads. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. More after this. You know what's smart? Kicking off 2019 by planning out which roles you need to hire for. And you can start by using the smartest way to hire, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds the right people for you and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, network members can get ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com beef. If you love this show, show your support to it and ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com B-E-E-F. ZipRecruiter.com beef. Slash beef. Slash beef. In a world where meat was banned, only one man could stand up to the state. Oh my god! Happy birthday, Slash Beef! It's not my birthday. Yes, it is. I wasn't born. I was forged in the fires of Mount Beef. Slash Beef? Oh. So why does it have your birthday and your driving license? Um, Happy birthday! Here's your gift. Thank you. Oh, you... you really shouldn't have. A trip to Hawaii! I can't go. I must stay here and protect people from the government goons. Without me, the whole city's beef supply will be confiscated. Isn't it great, Slash Bear? I'm so hot. Take off your leather suit. But without my leather suit, I'm I'm just... Plain old Mr. Fungerson. Don't say it. I'm Slash Beef. Slash Bear? I'm Slash Beef. Slash Beef. Slash Beef. Slash Beef. ZipRecruiter.com slash beef. Can I have an ice cream, please? I'll have one, too. 
is there ever any problem having a bull that size? Because he he must be two or three tons. Yeah. He's he seemed quite aggressive. Do you know what it is? It's his background. He's had a hard life. Do you know what I mean? Like he before I got him as a calf, I don't know what he was out on these streets. It's a rescue calf. Yeah, rescue calf, yeah. Because a lot of the time people get calves for Christmas and realise they ain't that fun. So they get rid of them. And everyone talks about the dog's home and the cat's home and like a puppy's for life, not just for Christmas. No one says that about cows. No one says a cow was for life, not just for Christmas. So people forget it. They leave the cows out in the road. But in a way, you've sort of made the problem worse in a way. And just hear me out. Okay, I will. You're an influencer, so yeah. people like to imitate you and, and yeah. are inspired by what you of do. Of course they are. We saw that with the huge sales of grapes. Yeah. Now, you've recently started posting photographs of yourself with the bull. Yeah. And as a result, many children were asking their parents, begging them, I want a calf for Christmas, I want a calf for Christmas. So many of those calves now are, are already just wandering the streets. That's the thing. With great power comes great responsibility. And I'm not saying everybody go out and buy a cow. They're hard work, do you know what I mean? They're not really pleasant animals to be around. They can kick you. And you know that saying, like a like a bull in a china shop? Yeah, I've seen that in real life. It's not fun. You took it into a china yeah. shop? Yeah. Messed up the place. I thought maybe it was just a rumour. It's not a rumour. They really do go crazy in there. So really and truly... Ideally, in hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have got a bull. But I'm in love with him now. He's in my life. What am I going to do? I can't leave him out on the streets. And you know what? If I can help anyone, you know, like think twice about just pet ownership and that and just buying a bull willy-nilly. Like these kids that got these cars for Christmas and the cars have like kicked down the Christmas tree, bit their nan. Do you know what I mean? Like... Now they've learned, that's a life lesson. They've learned, don't just buy a calf because someone else is doing it. So is that your message, really? That is the deeper message, yeah. Just because you see someone with a bull, don't mean you should have a bull. Is that a message that you're putting across enough, though? Because, you know, looking through your Instagram feed, it's just lovely photographs of yourself and the bull. Well, it's a nice bull. Yeah, but he's part of my life. It glamorizes the lifestyle. But... He's got a glamorous lifestyle. He really does. He really does. He's got an iPad. He's living his best bull life. And I'm going to show it off. I'm proud of him. He's achieved a lot in his life. So I'm going to put him on my gram and let people know, yeah, I've got a bull and I'm proud of my bull. This week, uh, the Royal Society for the Protection of Animals went on record saying it was concerned from your photographs and short videos on Instagram that... Mm. The diet that you're feeding your bull isn't necessarily the best for it. What grapes? Yeah, it seems from the pictures that he has a 100% grape diet. But he likes it. I'm just giving the bull what he wants. Like some bulls like grass. My bull likes grapes. If you took your bull and put in front of him a, a big bale of hay or a bowl of grapes. He'll go for the grapes, yeah. And you're sure of that? Yeah, a million percent, yeah. Nobody likes hay. Like, what is hay? Is Bob healthy physically? Yeah. He's malnourished, but in a sexy way. Like, you know when some people have a fire gap? That was in, having a fire gap. A fire gap? Yeah, so girls were trying to have the gap between the fires. If your fire's touched, then it was like, ew. But if your fire's had a gap, it's like sexy. Yeah. He's got a massive gap and his tail fell off. He looks absolutely great. 
You think it's sort of trendy? For it's you? so trendy. You don't need it. What's its use to swap flies? There's no flies in his mansion. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, he ain't got no tail, but he looks stunning. He looks so goddamn chic. When you said when you say foot fell off, yeah, it fell off. Yeah, just fell off. Yeah, last Christmas. Yeah, he was having his grapes. Tail fell right off. I was like, what's this, man? <laughs> but you know what? It's what happens in life. He's happy. How malnourished does a bull need to be for its tail to just fall off? I don't know. I haven't spoken to any other um, bull experts. But my next one, neighbor Jerry, said it's fine. He was like... Is he a vet? No, he don't need it. But you're looking at me with worried eyes. He don't need the tail. He don't need much. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do everything for him or his bull carers do everything for him. So he's all right. Like, he's lost half a horn. Like, his horn, his horn fell off. He's lost half a horn. He's lost. He lost the top half, and then he lost the bottom half. So it's a whole horn, but it was half of the horn that fell off. Right. Yeah. It's great, though. He looks great. Looks like a unicorn. More from Bunny in a moment, but first, it's time for the beef forecast. Fragrant beef essence will lie softly over higher ground, while below in the Fenlands, the beef is fully submerged for now and will be until Easter. Across the south, it's mostly calm, but in western regions, piping hot waves of beef will lash the coast. And finally, in the north, most will be bathed in a deep bath of mild, comforting beef with just one or two isolated spots of gristle. And the milk prices. Skimmed is up five against semi-skimmed and full fat continues its tumble, now trading at less than a yen a gallon. Cheeses are steady and over on the New York cream index, both single and double are down once more against the cheesecake. Now, back to our interview with Bunny Stone. If as any of our listeners are listening and they're fans of yours and they themselves want to keep a bull in a city rather than on a farm. Right, yeah. As you as you were doing. What advice would you give them? Make sure you have like two levels to your house because a bull in an apartment is a bit like a bull in a china shop and they, they can't really get in the lift and they don't really take stairs gracefully, I would say. That's number one. Number two, they're not really good around kids. They sit on kids. So, uh, yeah, they'll sit They'll sit on a toddler. If you've got kids, don't have a bull. Do you know what I mean? Sounds like a bit of a nightmare then. No, you? it's worth it. It's worth it because at the end of the day, when you get home and your house is completely trashed and your bull is just looking at you with those red eyes, you know you've done the right thing. Do you know what I mean? Bernie Stone, thank you so much for coming no, on. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we had this chat. A big thanks to Bunny Stone for coming to speak to us. Her book, Hold Your Own Grapes, is out next month. And if you order through the Beef and Dairy Online Bookshop, the first 500 copies sold will come with a free grape. Enjoy your grape. So that's what we've got time for this month. But if you're after more Beef and Dairy news, get over to the website now where you'll find all the usual stuff as well as our off-topic section, where this month you can find out what happened when we tried to take a Komodo dragon on a ferry full of military veterans. So, until next time, beef out. Thanks to London Hughes. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode, we cover a different episode of The Simpsons that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! 
and we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's yeah. no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you, you can't say that about a lot, a, lot of, a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. Hi, I am Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cashin. Together, we host a podcast called... The Jackie and Lori Show. Uh, We're both stand-up comics. We recently met each other because women weren't allowed to work together on the road or in gigs for a long, long time. And so our friendship has been unfolding on this podcast for a couple of years. Jackie constantly works the road. I write for Conan and then I work the road in between. We do a lot of stand-up comedy and so we celebrate stand-up and yes. we also bitch about it. We keep it to an hour. We don't have any guests. We somehow find enough to talk about every single week. So find us. You can subscribe to The Jackie and Laurie Show at MaximumFun.com org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.